do we start this again? Uh, you're Robin. <laughs> and I'm Steph. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want to wait. <laughs> uh, we don't want to wait. Uh, this week we're talking about first, inc- uh, first encounters of the close kind. Um, barefoot barefoot at, at Cape Fest. Weekend in the country. Northern Lights. And the Valentine's Day Massacre. Written uh, by uh, Tom Capinos, by the way. I don't know if we've mentioned this yet, but uh, Tom Capinos is another one of these guys that got his start at Dawson's Creek. And uh, later on, he goes uh, and creates Californication. <laughs> so, mm. yeah. And I've been noticing um, oh, Alex Gonza's name. Yeah, yeah. Homeland. Yeah, X Files, of course. Um, uh, the, the lady who wrote uh, the first episode, uh, First Encounters of the Close Kind, her name's Leslie Ray, and it's the only episode that she writes in the series, but then she goes on and creates the Wayans Brothers show. Mm. <laughs> it's like, where are these people? Like, this, uh, uh, I don't know, like a little melting pot of writers coming out of here. Yeah, because, you know, we know all the Whedon writers. Yeah. We followed them through the years. Now, it's nice to uh, look at another group of, of writers, yeah. where they came from. Gina Fattoria has got a lot of like uh, credits uh, this season, and she went on to work on Jessica Jones. So it's, mm-hmm. it's very cool, very very cyclical in our podcasting life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, guess what? What? I did not hate anything in these episodes. I feel like Kevin Williamson called up Paul Stupid and said... <laughs> Stupid, 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 and said, "Stop, don't." <laughs> <laughs> and they like fixed it because it's so much better. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm thinking they're it, they're definitely more in the groove. It, it's not as shaky as before. That's for sure. Um, I, I think uh, they've got like a interesting. They've got some interesting relationships. I mean, they. Eve, Eve was kind of a big, weird, crazy thing to go with the show, and they, they dropped her, and now this is getting back to just feeling more of a, you know, work talking about these characters and their relationships with each other, and less about these, you know... About sex. Weird sexual ex- exploits, and <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Andy, where I'm starting to forget about the fact that she <laughs> wrongfully accused the guy of date rape in order to <laughs> get Pacey back. <laughs> She's kind of become... Back to her normal self again, you know? <laughs> yeah, just uh, headstrong and overachiever and, you know, instead of crazy, crazy girl. Mm-hmm. I did like how these episodes this week, uh, a few of them actually kind of stood apart from others, not in better or worse, but just like like the first one. It's like the gang goes to the college. They go to college. They go to college. Yeah. And for some reason, Jen and Pacey are not in the episode at all. <laughs> Which is very weird. I just read a trivia. Uh, ju- oh, no, that's not right. Uh, trivia, trivia. Katie Holmes is the only character. Of, Joey Potter is the only character to appear in all 128 episodes. Oh, good. She doesn't leave the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. Um, yeah, I, I read a comment that it was like this season into next season, it starts becoming more Joey's Creek than Dawson's Creek. So, well, I heard that it becomes uh, Pacey's Creek, Ooh. Pacey's Pond, Pacey's Pond, Pacey's Pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Also, I, I've realized this week that uh, I got to stop saying like, oh, that'll never come back because it always does. Like, for instance, uh, the, the whole Witch Island episode, I thought, A, they'd never mention this Witch Island ever again, and they do. And mm-hmm. that this Blair Witch uh, film project, uh, you know, it, it never comes back up again. And it turns out that Dawson has taken this little school project and decided to shop it to this little, what is it, like a, like a film competition or something at the college mm-hmm. there's also something that you would think wouldn't come back but i know spoiler alert does come back <laughs> in the last season oh okay well i don't want to know i will not tell you i'll tell you later okay i'll tell i'll tell you when we get there <laughs> okay oh, good, good yeah m- make a note in, you know several pages ahead in your notes <laughs> We'll be there soon. At the end of the uh, the uh, notebook that you're carrying, I'm sure. Um, yes. Uh, yeah, the college episode. It was good. I, we I, there's some great facts we learned. Uh, one is uh, I, I spotted Dawson's birth date, and he was born on March 14th, 1983. So that would mean Dawson would be uh, 33 today. Or, or, you, you know, at this time that we're recording. Mm. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, I'm kind of thinking James Vanderbeek is a little older than 33. Mm-hmm. And that uh, Joey, no matter what it reads on her mother's tombstone, actually was named uh, Josephine after Little Women, not because her mother's <laughs> middle name is Josephine. <laughs> uh, so that's interesting. It's funny, these shows that are made uh, before the DVD, you know, era. Yeah. Are not so concrete. Things can change. Right, right. Well, just like, do you mean, okay, uh, the, the episodes last time, we saw a picture of Grams and her daughter, her only daughter. Yeah. Her daughter had blonde hair. And then the next episode, it's uh, male, what's her name, from 30 something with dark yeah. hair. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I've already been spoiled uh, on that Mel Harris does not play her the next time she uh, shows up, so. Oh, wow. <laughs> Actually, I'm kind of excited by who gets who's playing her, but I won't spoil you. Okay. I don't think it, it don't, I don't think it's for a long time. Anyway. Um Oh, let me ask you this. Yes. Are Andy and uh, Jack living in their house again with their dad? I'm assuming um after this uh when was it? Was it uh, during the college episode or was it... No, it was further on. Oh, yeah, it was during Weekend in the Country, the whole bed and breakfast episode that Andy is giving uh, Jack problems about not being at home and why are you not at home. <laughs> right. Dad's yeah, because uh, <laughs> yeah, not that I expected her to be jealous, per se, but I expected her to, yeah, to, to address... Why are you becoming a family with this, these people who are not your family? Right. You know, Grams and Jen. Yeah, it's that. And, like, I'm sure, I mean, they're so close in age, right? They're, they must be no more than a year apart. Are they twins? I, have no I don't know. Something like that. They're really, really close in age. So they they obviously grew up together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And the fact that, yeah, she's stuck in the house all by herself with that dad. <laughs> <laughs> and mom's probably locked up at this point. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. 
Okay, so the first episode, first encounters of the close kind. So Joey gets put in a dorm room with a guy because of their names. Yeah, her her uh, uh, new beau to be uh, named Agent Mulder. I mean, AJ Mulder. <laughs> they kept on saying AJ Mulder. I'm like Agent Mulder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's nothing to write home about. He's nothing no, special. He's he's a uh, I don't know dull. He's super dull. Yeah, and he keeps like. Obviously, he's supposed to be smart and intellectual yeah. and, and 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 an academic, but he says like weird stuff that smart people wouldn't say. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he pulls the classic uh, Riley TA trick uh, from you know <laughs> that that Riley pulled in uh, the uh, in Buffy the fact that you know Riley meets Buffy and Buffy's all like hoo hoo and then all of a sudden you know he walks into the classroom and he's actually in charge of the class so. Mm-hmm. I thought that seemed very familiar. Yeah. Um, speaking of Buffy, in this episode, yeah. we're interested to introduce to a couple new people. Go ahead. Okay. So Dawson. Okay, I, I really enjoy this uh, this arc with Dawson because okay, yeah. When you're growing up, you're becoming a. When you're a teenager, you're becoming an adult, and you're finding your identity. Maybe you are realizing that your identity really isn't your identity, and you start to question things. So maybe he's not a great movie director. You know, maybe yeah. he's supposed to do something else. Yeah. And I love that this girl. What's her name? Angela. Uh, it's Kendra. Ken- no. <laughs> Kendra, the vampire is it, slayer. Is it Nikki? Yeah, Nikki. Nikki? Yeah. Yeah, it's Nikki. Nikki, Nikki Green. Nikki Green. Okay, I don't know what. Uh, anyway, so it's the not principal's Nikki daughter. The, uh, not Nikki, the uh, slayer that Spike kills. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> but yes, it's the principal's daughter. <laughs> yes. Uh, which is uh, we had this uh, bus, bus drive. I, I love the message that you sent me that, you know. At the end of the episode, everybody's headed home on the bus, and uh, she, we discovers we discover that Kendra or Nikki is going to be a part of the show because she's the principal's daughter. But somebody else sits down in the seat next to Jack, and uh, I don't know about you, but I was like, "No, no, Parker, Parker, uh, Adam Kaufman, who played the evil Parker in the college season again of Buffy." Uh, plays Ethan here. I apologize to people who are just like, I, I'm here to listen to Dawson's Creek stuff. I've never seen this Buffy that you speak of. <laughs> I apologize. Of course people have seen Buffy. That's where we know all of our audience from. <laughs> there are some people who like have have started discovering us. I've, I've, I've seen them join the group and stuff like that. I don't think they know us from Buffy. Maybe from my zombie. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, well, they Jack should watch is, Buffy. Jack, yes, totally. Jack, Jack is a babe in the woods I wrote down here. <laughs> Like, <laughs> run. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're looking at, they're all like all lick, licking their lips. <laughs> they're like predators. Yeah. Because he's a baby. He's like a, a doe. He's like a fawn. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so, like, clueless. He doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. He's still trying to figure things out. I like that in the college episode, Jack decides that he's not doing anything in college. He's finally getting gotten out of town, and he can now go to a possibly check out a gay bar outside of town. And we discover that gay dudes are a lot like hetero dudes. They they just come on like really quick. They just hey, how you doing? 
want to take a walk together. <laughs> and there's like all different ages. Yeah. There was like the old people and the middle-aged people and the young people. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> no, I like that episode. We had uh, uh, Marla Gibbs show up to oh give my gosh. some advice. 227 is a comedy about Marla Gibbs and her family. <laughs> I never saw that one, but uh, I do remember moving on up, moving on to this um, Jefferson's, come on. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was nice to see her, um, Andy, getting some time on her own without – that's not Pacey-related or whatever, Rob Logan-related. Or, or insanity-related. Yeah. So, um And okay, so Nikki Green, back to Nikki Green. Yes. She is she's the Dawson in this in in this universe. Like she's <laughs> uh the the celebrated filmmaker. Oh yeah. And she goes to Cape Side to just ruin Dawson's day and <laughs> And he, uh, so he decides he takes down his posters and he drops out of the film class yeah. and he goes to a uh, a study hall and he's decided that that's not him anymore. Yeah, it's sad seeing him take down his Spielberg posters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, she's very much like him because her she's having to deal with uh, his with her her parents going through a divorce. Right. Right. So they can bond over that. Yeah, she says she's making a movie about dysfunctional families, and I think he says, uh, Cape's title gave you plenty of material. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But I like how Joey – Joey is such a great character because she always challenges uh, you know, everybody, and she does challenge Dawson when she finds him taking down posters. And, you know, she's a little bummed out because Dawson – you know, her and Dawson are supposed to be working on this relationship. Uh, that's whatever. <laughs> um, and he's not confiding in her. She tried talking to him about, um, you know, he's getting depressed because his mother's taking all the furniture, and uh, he ends up confiding. And Nikki and Nikki makes him think that he should, you know, take a take a deeper look inside. Um, but then Joey shows up with the uh, the Imagine poster, which I don't know. I sort of bought. It. I was like, really? All right. <laughs> We've never really introduced that either of them as like John Lennon fans or. Well, I just took it as. Uh, he's figuring out who he is and maybe he's not the director that he thought he was going to be. Maybe like this represents something, just something else, just anything yeah. else. Yeah, I guess so. Other possibilities. Yeah. Cause Nikki doesn't have all sorts of movie posters hanging up. Um, but you know, who knows how long she lives there for during the year. So, yeah. Uh, so Joey, Okay, so the bed and breakfast. Pacey invites the critic, and yes. he shows up. And <clears throat> so this is the this so is the second episode. episode of Weekend in the Country. It's um, the third episode. Of Weekend in the Country. It's um, a, a the big chill. Yes, that's what it is. So they sing and they dance in the kitchen while they're making. I breakfast. know you won't leave me. <laughs> Yes, it's so awesome. This, this this is my favorite episode because we get all our people together in a house 
and they get to work out their different issues with each other uh, in a way. Um, uh, it kind of reminds me of the hurricane episode yeah, from season yeah. one. I love it. They have another reason to stick them all in the house together because, you know, um, Dawson of course tries to save this bed and breakfast idea by well, let's do a virtual tour. Give me, I could dust off the old camera again and, uh, <laughs> You know, but Pacey goes to the extreme and is like, okay, I've invited this really famous critic, and I've also planned for, like, half the town to stay here. <laughs> All our friends <laughs> to stay here and pretend to be customers, which is hilarious. So, it's like, when he's introducing everybody as they're coming through the door, it's like, oh, oh, this is going to be even better. <laughs> like, Mitch and Gail showing up together. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, Graham, Zandy, Jack, Jen, all, everybody's here. And uh, oh, I noticed something uh, uh, fun about the. Did you notice the opening credits change in this episode? Yes, they're great because there are. Excuse me, there are little snippets from from all the seasons, and so it's yeah. just it's so nostalgic. It's funny too because they kind of dumped the like the beach stuff in the first season and moved into like more of a. Uh, more of a, a Sadie barking season. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, different, you know, d- different place to show them hanging out together or whatever. And now it's like a blend of both of those and then scenes from the show. So that's cool. Yeah. I, I hope they keep switching it up. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, I loved how, you know, we get this, we get a scene with like Mitch giving Pacey advice, um, Andy and her brother are working on stuff. Jen's trying to figure out what's she's, what's going on. Um, even Grams gets a moment where she like reflects on Gramps and, uh, yeah. Oh, um, there's this whole scene where they're all talking about the smells, the memories, the favorite memories that smells give them. And it's all, it's so, it's so wonderfully written. Um, Jeffrey Steptikoff wrote this one. I didn't exactly see what else he's done, but holy crap. Like, uh, okay. I nearly fell out of my freaking chair because I know we get we get ourselves a big chill breakfast and Joey thought that was the most uncool thing ever when they're watching the movie and then all of a sudden it's happening in her kitchen and uh, like the critics like oh the heat doesn't work but this place is the warmest I've ever stayed <laughs> you know <laughs> and then these pancakes are amazing who made them and holy crap Bodie steps out. <laughs> No, you could have knocked me over with a feather. Like I, I would have never dreamed that he would come back. I couldn't believe. I was like, "Oh my god, he's here!" So, okay, do you think that they kept him out of the show because probably they couldn't afford another character? Could be. You know, I don't they know. couldn't afford another actor. And maybe if he's out of the picture, then that they had all that opportunity to show Joey struggling to be the breadwinner of the family. Yeah, yeah. Um, they made it. They they have this weird thing where they keep kind of half mentioning what happened, like. Like he's just off making money. <laughs> That's all it is. He's in. Well, where's this money that he's making? Because uh, they need yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I actually looked up the credits of this guy. I forget what the actor's name was, but uh, he was actually in the Angel episode, Lonely Heart. 
like the second episode of Angel, and he was and he played the bartender. Oh. I was like, oh, that's why he looks familiar. Yeah, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't blame you if you don't remember, but <laughs> um, yeah. So we also find out that uh, um, Gail suddenly had this dream to open up a fish place, which I was like, okay, <laughs> we'll just go along with that. And it yeah. seems like that's something that's going to be happening. Um, yeah. But uh, it's in this episode that I'm sure many folks uh, watching this live at the time might have kind of freaked out, not because of Bodie. They might have actually, if they were watching this live, they are probably like, who's that guy? <laughs> um <laughs> At the end of the episode, we get this beautiful little montage um, with Joni Mitchell's Both Sides Now, which is a great song. And at the end of it all, we see that Pacey has not left the Potter residence. He is just sitting there and watching Joey sleep by the fireplace. And uh, it's like, oh, man, he actually really does like her. Yes. So it's kind of like it's begun. <laughs> okay, so Barefoot in the Park, Pacey, they're working on this play, and then jump ahead two episodes to Northern Lights when Joey is, uh, when the guy from college comes to visit her to show her the no- Northern Major Lights, and, Pace, uh-huh, and Pacey's like, oh, he just wants to separate you from your pantalones. Uh, yep. Oh, and uh, then Pacey comes to Joey's house and comes in her bedroom. And she looks gorgeous where she's getting ready for this date. Yeah. And and he's freaking out about this play and she's trying to talk, you know, calm him down. And <laughs> and something happens. Um Bessie comes in the bedroom and he takes her her face in his hand and he pushes her out the door and shuts the door. I don't know why, but that cracked me up. <laughs> I don't remember that. That happened? Oh, wow. It's so funny. I watched it like three times. <laughs> and that is when I boarded the ship. Yes. Yeah. I boarded the Pacey and Joey ship. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm fully on board, but it forced, un- unfortunately, I think they're making Dawson a lot more likable to make it hurt even worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. And along the same lines, let's back up to Barefooted Cape Side, at Cape Fest. They have a, uh, a, uh, a music festival. Is that where they are? Yeah, Cape Fest. Yeah, apparently you have to stay overnight so, in, in a tent to get the jump on the concert early in the morning, even though it seems that at the end of the episode, early in the morning, everybody's leaving. <laughs> a little bit of concert yeah. there. I was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's oh, Henry. Henry. Henry is there, and he has been uh, avoiding Jen for a month, not talking yeah. to her. So this makes her want to talk to him and be friends with him then he sings a song and she like falls head over heels in love with him bruce springsteen (laughs) i looked it up he's actually lip syncing uh somebody else actually was singing which is surprising because i'm pretty sure he's sang in hedwig but um i haven't seen that in a long time so i have no idea this whole thing i gotta tell you uh i i was charmed by it Last week, this week, it's so weird. It's like this for this episode, uh, you know, he's mad at her because uh, she never called him. So he's decided that he's, um, you know, she says, I miss how you the way you looked at me. And Henry's like, I didn't I don't miss the way that you never looked at me. <laughs> so, um, Jen admits that. Henry might be a little bit more mature. And then it's like we go into the next episode 
after this like bonding thing at Cave Fest, and like I mean, Henry has this whole thing where he says he's not bothered by her history. That's cool and everything. But it's like immediately she starts just like dodging him again. <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Like. Yeah, like when he ignores her, that's when she wants his attention. And when he shows her attention, that's when she avoids him. Yeah, they go to the play, and she makes Graham sit between them. And then, so he gets up on the scaffolding, or the gets in the rafters, and makes her say something. Was that from the play or something? No, he was inspired by the fact that Pacey was up in the rafters during the play. He got the idea from that. But, okay. Yeah, he just wants her wants her to admit in front of all of everybody that she likes him, and like she doesn't even do it either. And he ends up just kind of giving up and coming down again. Um, and then, of course, in the next episode, like like he's just doing crazy thing after crazy thing. Um, th- yeah. Then the the last episode, he get, he's selling blood in order to pay for a ring or a date or something like that. And <laughs> it's like I don't know. He just does like. Crazier and crazier things, and uh, well, he's I supposed to be. Jen, I keep waiting for Jen to go. Like, you know what? <laughs> this is not Just, worth it. Yeah, he's supposed to be a romantic. Yeah, he's acting like a crazy person. But of course, yeah. Jen is like being uh, I, so would, super would, not romantic. Yeah, she's she's like being super like friendly and stuff like that. But also, I mean, it is enough to probably drive a guy crazy to be like. Please pay attention. Please, please pay attention to me. Oh, I don't want anything to do with you. Oh, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to be on a date with you. Oh, I'm bringing my grams along. <laughs> By the way, that uh, did you approve of that nurse deciding to take another pint of blood from uh, Henry just because you know he's a romantic? No rules are the rules are there for a reason. People don't break like, the rules. I was like, are you okay? So you have a choice. You can you you're feeling sympathetic for this kid, so you're going to possibly uh, land him in the hospital for real, <laughs> or you could just you know if you really believe in love and all this stuff, you could just reach in your wallet and go, here's twenty bucks, kid. Just get out of <laughs> here, you know. <laughs> Wow, twenty bucks in nineteen ninety nine and two thousand. It was worth a lot more than it is now. <laughs> so Jen and Jen and Henry definitely frustrated me, and it and it, it started off with such great promise at the Cape Fest when we, you know, he's like. Oh, it makes me so angry that you've you've treated me this way. And I'm like, yeah, Henry, get her, you know. And then she's getting interested, and it looks like it's going to be the thing. He's playing guitar. I mean, and then whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just kind of uh, Pacey in the jail cell at the end of this whole this stretch of episodes. That was me watching Jen and Henry. <laughs> I am so done with this. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Henry is. Has limited time. Like I, I'm not, I'm not invested in Henry. He's going to get knocked out on a pier and fall in the water pretty soon if he keeps hanging <laughs> out with Jen. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, what else uh, is there? What are the other episodes? Let's see. What's the episode where they go to the party where Al- Alexandria Breckenridge comes yes, to visit? That's the last episode. Uh, yeah, I was glad you. Uh, you uh, noticed her, Alexandra, Bre- Alexandra Breckenridge. Yeah, Alexandra. Yeah, so that's three Buffy actress actors. Oh, she was in Buffy. Yes. What was she in Buffy? Lessons. Lessons. 
Season seven, episode one. Dawn's friends. Slayer. The two. Oh, oh, the two. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I remember her from this recent season of Walking Dead. Yeah. (laughs) Jesse. I like her. She's very pretty. Yeah, yeah. I did not make that connection at all. That's really funny. And I really liked uh, Nikki. What's her name? Kendra. Nikki. Yeah. Uh, what is the actor's name? Well, uh, actually, according to trivia, um, Gabrielle Union was going to play that role. She was actually the runner-up. Um, and Gabrielle actually ended up working with Katie Holmes in the film Abandon. Did you ever see that one? Yes. I don't, I'm sure I've seen it. I don't remember it. <laughs> it's one of those thriller movies where uh, it's like a psychological thriller and what's gonna what's it gonna be and who's the who's the uh the person that murdered somebody and oh it ends up being the uh antagonist i mean the the protagonist the protagonist ends up being the murderer it was it was katie holmes right Uh, yeah i remember this correctly okay spoilers it has to do with a college and fraternities and sororities or something Hmm. somebody's dead um, but, uh, the actress, her name is, uh, it's the, it's the actress that never ages. Yes. Uh, Bianca Lawson. That's it. Yes, that's right. Because she's been in so many series playing a teenager. Like she's still playing a teenager. <laughs> I know. Like, like we'll be grandparents and she'll still be playing a teenager. Um, so did you trust, uh, Ethan? Uh, slash Parker um, during that episode, Barefoot Capeside or Cape Fest, because uh, he's. Uh, it, I, I wrote down, I'm like, okay, like they're sharing a tent. He's like, oh, I'm beat, you know, and he goes to sleep. And I, I just like thought to myself, I'm like, he's such, like, he's. He, this character is actually a nice guy. And that's exactly why Parker was such, like, a knife in the back when, when you watch this, because he can play a really nice guy and be really a, a really cool person and then completely stab you. Yeah. yeah. So I was uh, I was uh, worried that Jack was going to like, get used and throw yeah, away. Yeah, we're going to something terrible happened yet to him. Is there anything else we wanted to talk about? Um, no, I um, no, I think I've gotten most of this stuff that I wanted to talk about. Uh, I just uh, you know, you can see. You can see it's coming. You can see the Pacey and Joey thing is coming, and the the absolute betrayal that Dawson's going to have uh, is coming too. I mean, the the I did note here like the episode um, week end in the country. At the end of that, when Pacey's watching Joey sleep, you know, that's like a solidification that, yes, indeed, all these weird mannerisms Pacey's having around Joey, you know, it turns out that he's actually, it looks like he's falling for her. But like a couple of scenes before that, Dawson actually thanks Pacey for taking care of Joey. (laughs) Because, you know, he did assign him to take care of Joey uh, ages ago. So... The premiere and the season premiere. Yeah, right around there because you know it is Pacey's idea for the bed and breakfast to begin with. So, but then you know Dawson and Joey are hanging out more. Dawson and Joey are watching the Northern Lights together. Um, yeah, and then and then Joey goes to the party to try to keep Dawson going to the dark side. Right. 
Um, yeah, and it's funny because this girl that's Jack's ex, uh, Kate, <laughs> um, it seems like she's like, yeah, just stop being nice. Just go for it, you know? And then Joey is on the other other side of this, disappointed that he might have been trying to take advantage of a girl that was uh, intoxicated and not feeling emotionally well because of the whole breakup she was dealing with. And I'm just like, I wasn't seeing it that way. I felt bad for Dawson. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it was a very powerful scene, I think, uh, when Pacey finally like tells them, t- t- tells Dawson and Joey how freaking sick he is of dealing with them. Yeah. It was like uh, the alcohol was making him talk a little bit more about um, his issues. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't so much tired of the Dawson Joey thing. He was just jealous. <laughs> jealous. And uh, it, the episode is actually uh, um, pretty good because uh, this is—he actually admits for the first time to somebody that he likes Joey, and that was uh, his brother Dougie. Yeah. And also, when Joey is talking to Pacey about the guy coming for about Agent Boulder coming to visit her, she's like, you know, what? Why even bother? You know, he, he lives so far away. Will I ever feel for him like I? And Pacey said, like you do about Dawson. And she said, no, like I yeah. did about Dawson. Yeah. So she's over him. Mm-hmm. But is she? <laughs> it's like, that's how she was feeling then. But yeah. Um, yeah. Joey is a bit of a, a bit of a, a mother figure in this, this last episode. Um, it's interesting. And um, I do like that when he's uh, telling Doug that he still can't conf- confess his feelings to Joey, that he says, basically, if it does, it would create a hell mouth. <laughs> yes. The WB exists in this world, in this universe. I know. When I saw you tweet that, I was like, I know exactly <laughs> what she's talking about. Because, <laughs> you know, we that. did get the Roswell reference uh, yeah, a couple true. episodes ago. But, yep. uh, that's true. They all watch each other's shows. That'd be funny if, uh, uh, you know, I am certain. I'm, I'm certain. I don't even need to look it up. I'm certain Buffy made a Dawson's Creek reference somewhere throughout. You the think series. so? I'm sure. I, they made X Files references. Why wouldn't they make Dawson's Creek references? Huh. <sighs> um. But I love, I love when Pacey shows up to Joey's house at the end, and she's just, oh God, she's so goddamn gorgeous. <laughs> she's so amazing. Uh, yeah, uh, how she actually says like that she was worried about him, you know, and because there's nobody to worry about him. Yeah, exactly. She's like, if anything, she is just such a great friend. If you just, you know, treat her right, you know. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah. Oh, and that episode, I wrote down two Cosby Jello references. You, <laughs> <laughs> I made two of them throughout the episode. Um, yeah, because they were drinking. Uh, okay, come on now. How much liquor is in a Jello shot? Not much. Calm down, people. Uh, Joey and Andy are not about to get roofied. <laughs> it was not happening. <laughs> so I don't, I don't blame them. <laughs> 
Um, I was looking up trivia online about these episodes, and one thing I stumbled across wasn't exactly episode-specific, but I thought this was fun. Uh, literally, because Meredith Monroe, who plays Andy, was known as Captain Fun, and she would clown around the set while filming to raise morale. When the mood was low, she would run into the wardrobe truck, put on her red tights and homemade yellow cape with a big F printed on the front. <laughs> I need to see a picture of this. <laughs> so that's yeah. I was uh, I was listening to some interview uh, today, and an actor was saying, "Yes, we're all professional." And I was thinking, that sounds very boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that sounds very that sounds very dry. Maybe you you need somebody to be light on the set to uh, to get everybody going, get everybody all in the mood to. Right, exactly. Um, especially when you're doing all these emotional scenes, like episode after episode, like somebody's you know upset about something. So, um, so where we left off at the end of these five, I just wanted to mention like uh, you know um, Pacey and Joey. They're Pacey's teaching her stick. You know that relationship's getting closer and closer. Dawson has been sentenced to life in his mother's new restaurant. <laughs> Because now Mitch has decided he's going to treat him like a kid. Which, uh, hey, finally, you know, after the stripper party and wrecking the boat, maybe it's time. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, because Dawson is kind of getting out of control. Yeah. He is making some bad... I mean, he's making bad decisions. Yeah. But it's funny. He's like... It's it's almost like amusing to him to actually like l- let loose a little bit, you know. And I think he got a little drunk in this episode too. Um, Andy is being Andy, and Jack is still yearning for love. <laughs> Jen and Henry are now um, semi dating. <laughs> he called the hospital visit a date. So what the hell, you know? <laughs> They're dating. Yeah, that was pretty cute. That they were eating. Uh... They were, they were drinking. Yeah, they were eating Jello at the hospital, and the others were taking Jello shots at the yeah. party. But I mean, but Dawson. Okay, let's talk about Dawson and his. He's trying to find out who he is, but Joey is trying to keep him within boundaries. It's so. Interesting. I mean, it's kind of normal. This is normal. You know what I, I thought say- about when, when this stuff was like when Joey was reacting the way she was, I was thinking that she was acting like season one Dawson. <laughs> like, you are not supposed to be acting like this. What is going on? What am I doing wrong here? It's like he's just trying to figure out what he is without you, Joey. That's that's pretty much what you did to him in season one. That's And he's trying he's to on. trying to not overanalyze things the way he, right. because, you know, talking with Kate She's telling him, don't, just like at the beginning of this season when he's talking about sex, talking about sex, talking about sex, <laughs> but he was having no sex. Right. Like, why even talk about it if you're not going to do it? <laughs> and why even, you know, talk to the, you know, question the girl is, you know, am I taking advantage of her? Well, just kiss her. It's just a kiss. Yeah. Stop fiddling around in your big floppy khakis and just uh, <laughs> give the girl a kiss. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. 
I, I am uh, I'm, I'm happy to see uh, um, a blossoming, a blooming Dawson. Like a he's figuring things out, and he's not. I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm thinking this is like it's funny we're doing all this great um, reparations I think to Dawson's character in this season uh, as we go through, but oh my god, it's gonna all it's gonna all blow up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this is making the beginning of the season worth it. Yeah. You know, he did stupid stuff, and it's because he's trying to figure out who he is. So yeah. it's it's making – it's casting a better light on the beginning of the season. And even though I've just been loving them. Yeah. They're very good. They're back – it's back to itself. Back yay. to its – Yay. We're, we're peaking, <laughs> and then we're going to go down again, and then we'll peak again, and then we'll – Hopefully it'll keep doing that. Hopefully it won't be like just a downward spiral. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, there are 49 episodes, uh, or excuse me, 49 episodes we've watched. 79 episodes left. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. We've almost we've almost steered through 50 episodes already. Imagine that. So what's next? Next time on We Don't Want to Wait, another five episodes. Here we go. Crime and Punishment. To Green with Love. Nikki Green, maybe? Mm. Um, Cinderella Story. Neverland. And Stolen Kisses. Oh, boy. There's going to be hearts a-fluttering left and right. I, I can just see it. I'm thinking <laughs> Crime and Punishment might be all about Dawson having being pissed off that he has to work with his mom. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe so I wonder who's in trouble too. Yeah, who's going to be in is this uh okay, so Dawson's mother is opening a restaurant for Mitch to work in. Will Brody work in this restaurant? Bodie. What I say? Brody. Brody. But I knew when I said that that didn't sound right. <laughs> Bodie. Yeah. Uh, Will we see Bodie again? <laughs> do they make around. fish? Do they make fish pancakes? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I would think that Bodie would probably be, I don't know, maybe he's got to, he, he'll have to pick up some time, uh, working in this restaurant while trying to keep the bed and breakfast afloat. Um, do, are we going to see Bodie again? Well, we only saw him that one scene <laughs> in these five episodes, so I don't think so. But of course the show keeps ma- proving me wrong. So maybe he'll be in every single episode next time. <laughs> he was in the montage. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He was, yeah, he was holding his child. But but that was the episode that he was in. Uh huh. Yeah. So oh, sorry. Two scenes. <laughs> to green with love. Does that mean that uh, Dawson's going to be uh, going after Nikki? I don't know. Maybe after he gets over his rivalry with her, maybe he can see that they could be a uh, item. And is Cinderella's story like? Is that more a Joey story? Is it? Is it like dressing up the girl and making it? She's all that, you know, to win the prince over. Or is that like one of those, you know, sports metaphors? <laughs> it's a real Cinderella story. I don't know. And whose kisses will be stolen? <laughs> uh, Jack's. Oh, all right. Well, um, I'm sure everybody that's plowed on ahead of us who really can't wait. Um, are probably laughing at our predictions right now. So why don't we uh, sign off and go get to watching. Uh, Good night. I'll, I'll see you next week. All right. All right.